Welcome to Witham Sounding Board, a podcast sharing powerful business tips, insights, and trends for those seeking to become a rock star in their industry. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Take Me to the Cloud. I'm Kim, and I'm with my co-host, Wally. Today, we're going to be discussing auction, but in context of how the cloud can empower and support the auction process. If you remember our episode last time, we went through the auction process in different stages. One was pre-auction, auction, and then post-auction processes. And then we talked about auction from a holistic standpoint, from the transactions, from the, the front-end website. Now we want to really hone in on the technological piece. How can we enable the auction process to be as smooth as possible and to have all the proper parties connected where they need to be? So what are some guiding common guiding principles of the cloud and how does it apply to auction? We're gonna cover cost savings, business agility, mobility, scalability, and automation principles. Um, Wally, what do you think about cost savings in the context of auction and the cloud? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure auction really matters on the cost savings side, because I think it, it, this applies across multiple industries. But the biggest thing for cost savings is the fact that you can stand up an architecture very quickly. So when you think of the traditional format of standing up servers and licensing and access and multiple users, et cetera, a lot of that goes away in today's cloud-based uh, applications. And so by leveraging a cloud-based tool, uh, you can quickly scale and ramp up to that architecture and reduce your overall fees and structure up front. If you think of other ways, Kim, what are some of the things you're seeing with some of our customers? Oftentimes, the administrative burden is really heavy. Um, there's a lot of redundant work, and it's mainly due to the fact that a lot of different teams that share data aren't connecting with each other. Um, and then that lack of connectivity creates huge costs in the background, and that starts to add up with the inefficiencies that build up. So if there's a people problem with a lack of connectivity, it translates to everything else you can think of, to how they share data, to how they enter different data pieces into the system. It's very disjointed. That kind of brings me to my next point in business agility. This is very related, much related to the efficiencies and the cost savings, because normally when you have a cloud system, it's, it's very different than regular software. So regular software usually takes you to, through a linear process of how to, how to do the process. And it doesn't really account for all the hiccups that go in the way. And that creates a lot of outside work outside of the system. Now, when I think of business agility, it's that flexibility within the process that makes that you're, you can go backwards if you need to. You can go forward, you can go sideways. Now you may think, how does that apply to an auction process? Usually with auction, there's a lot of back and forth. There's so many stakeholders involved from the buyers, the suppliers, the actual people doing the auction, that there's a bit of a debate, especially when you look at the valuation pieces, you accept the assets, you have to evaluate it. It's not just gonna get pushed forward necessarily. It could go backwards, there's more debate. A cloud solution designed for auction can enable that flexibility for them to anticipate all those points that may need more input, may need more flexibility. What, are you, what is your take, Wally? Yeah, I really like that. I like the fact that you talked about a business case. And I think there's, in auction and other industries, there is a business case you're trying to solve for where you need to be agile, you need to be thinking about the future, and you can't have a step one, step two, step three approach. And sometimes we need to bypass that approach and kind of quickly get to where we want to go. Um, and sometimes we need a really good optics either into the future or behind us 
to give us the inputs that we need. So we might want to look back at our historical auction sales on a particular type uh, and how it worked within a lot, for example, and then what that might predict what lots might sell better at this upcoming auction. And so those are ways where we might be able to use that historical information and and bring some of those things to us in there. But business case being the key focus on on your sort of approach there. When I start to think about and, and you know, as I hand this back to you a little bit, when I start to think about the core competencies of any organization, you know, where they're where, where what we're in the business for, one of the things that I'll that I often say as we're going in and doing our technology strategy sessions and talking to entrepreneurs is what business are you in? And a lot of times folks can't answer that question because they're very readily available to stand up architecture, custom build solutions to meet the demands of their customers, and they forget that they have a core competency that they're trying to do. In the case of auction, you know, Kim, as you start to think about that, what are some of the ways core competency might fit in in the auction space? Sure. So when I think of the the core competency, it's really what what you're focusing on delivering. What, what's your core purpose for existing, right? Now, if you focus on anything peripheral, that's more of a, a cost to you. So you want to minimize that as much as possible. And then when you do that, you really actually increase your quality management of what you're delivering. So, and when I think of the auction space, going back to valuation, it's very subjective. There's a lot of guesswork into it. Now, what if you have a cloud solution that can really make it your subjective judgment into data points and you assign these attributes to the assets? And then this kind of links to a point we're going to cover later, but it links to machine learning which I won't cover at this moment, but as the system starts to accumulate these data points, you can see patterns and trends. You can heighten how you judge quality better in order to enhance your core competency. And I think that's the most important key right there. Yeah, I like that a lot. Really like that a lot. And I think it bridges to, you know, once they once you've established your core competency and what you're gonna what you're really set out to do, I think some of the other ways that uh, cloud are gonna help you is by being mobile. And so imagine, you know, in the in in days not too long ago, uh, if you wanted to go look at an asset, you either got in your car and you drove somewhere and you you went and looked at an asset. Um and this you know, although that is mobility to an extent, that is not the mobility I'm speaking of here. Today, um, with pandemic, with all sorts of things, we can actually uh, spend more time looking at the asset itself uh, digitally and and over you know over over webinar, over FaceTime, or over Zoom or Teams or whatever application that you're choosing to do that. So we in turn can look at assets early and sooner. And I, and I say this is important because the ingestion and tracking of that asset. Um, to the owner, that asset is worth a lot more typically than what the what, what what it's actually the valuation is. And so by now seeing it early, we can determine, you know, if it's a vehicle, uh, we can determine if there's scratches in the vehicle. If it's a bottle of wine, is it drips on it? Is the fill rate high? Like, where are you at in terms of those assets? So we're really able to judge and qualify and give better information in that first before we ingest. And then on the scalability side, to me, cloud is... You know, one of those, regardless of industry, we can go quicker. Uh, we reduce the overall cost and framework. We reduce our administration burden and headcount, and we focus on the core competency, which you alluded to before. 
So as I as I think about mobility and scalability, I almost put those hand in hand. The scalability allows us to drive forward and gives us the agility we need, and the scalability allows us to expand at a rate far beyond what we normally would be able to invest in as an organization. When you get a cloud solution, can that solution scale with you? Not don't just think of what you're doing today, but what, where will you be in the future and how will processes change? How will the industry change in the future? How can cloud solution help you keep up with it? Yeah, that's very good. Very good. And I, and, you know, just to close out on one of the other guiding principles, which I think is one that you're, is near and dear to your heart. And, uh, but, you know, automation to me, it can come in many flavors and automation of old is simply moving a debit and credit from one account to another. And we have a consolidation and things like that, you know, which are now table stakes in, in, in today's workflows and, and, and work that we're doing. As you start to think of automation, Kim, maybe talk a little bit about some of the things that you know and love in, in, in this space. Sure. Well, machine learning is a is a big hot topic. And essentially, when you think of machine learning, it's really taking automation to a new level. So automation itself, you have a predefined actions that have triggers based upon different conditions. Now, machine learning is taking a step further and actually taking all these data inputs, understanding how you're interacting with the system, how you judge things, how you decide things in the process, and it understand, start to learn those nuances. So before when you had high level conditions, high level actions, high level triggers, now it's starting to detect the granularity of what you're doing. And the more historical data you have in the system, the more that the cloud allows you to build that up, the better it'll get. So, and that's an essential feature that cloud will always provide, um, the ability to have access to historical data and machine learning keeps improving year after year of how to detect these patterns and these trends. Now, relating it back to auction, I think we can give a, a very easy example where you scan a wine label, it gets that label gets sent back to a library and the wines can be validated against many things. It could be validated against fraud um, for pricing. That's just a very few examples of it, but there's even apps on your phone that can do something similar, tell you, have you tasted this wine before? Here's a similar wine to what you bought last time. Oh, but here's a markdown price of it. So there's already things out there for consumers, not just for businesses, being able to anticipate your needs. And it's just up to the using the cloud solution, understanding how to leverage that to maximize it. Um, yeah. Do you have any thoughts there, Wally? No, I think that's, I mean, I, I love where you're going with that. And and remember that as, as an organization, if it's already built out there, let's try to leverage some of those open uh, APIs or open technologies that are available to you to leverage those and build them. So you, what happens is, as you establish your business cases to what you're going to do for machine learning and where you're going to go, how you're going to do it, you don't necessarily have to solve for it all. And what we'll do is try and you know, try and get to a use case that makes the most sense for you and then dip your toe in the water, take a go of it and and try to see if you can start to leverage these technologies and help improve your overall organization going forward. Sure. And then one more note to add, you know, you're, you're basically saying start small, see what works for you. And I think that's important because machine learning is not going to pick it up just like that. It's going to take um, a lot of time understanding how you work and it's going to be very it may almost seem clunky at first that it's making the wrong decisions. Give it that history, and then you'll see it become more refined over time, the more you utilize it. Um, I think that goes with any system that you're learning. You really have to invest the time into it and to really maximize its capabilities and what it could do for you. 
But I think this is a great follow-up to our last episode when we covered pre-auction, auction, auction, and post-auction, and really putting in the context of how do we really empower all these capabilities, establish that connectivity between the teams that are all involved in the auction process. So So I think this is a great conversation. coming now. Thanks for joining our next episode. And we'll see you next time. Check us out at witham.com. That's W-I-T-H-U-M.com.